Welcome to the Divorce Survival Guide podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about co-parenting, separation, divorce, and the hardest question of all, should you stay or should you go? I'm Kate Anthony, your Divorce Survival Guide, and I'm here to help you navigate some of the roughest waters you've ever swum in and answer some of your toughest questions. I've been to hell and back, and now it's my mission in life to help you get to the other side of this process with your sanity and your heart intact. Hello, everyone. So it's been like a million years since I've done a solo episode. I mean, it's been two weeks <laughs> because I I read you uh, a chapter of my book, which thank you for, I've, I've gotten some, some feedback from you guys and um, I just really appreciate, well, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you listening and I appreciate your words of um, encouragement and appreciation um, around this book because holy shit, you guys, it's a really big deal. <laughs> I mean, everyone says like, writing a book is exhausting. And you know what, the writing of the book itself is actually not the exhausting part. It's the putting it out into the world and marketing it and doing all the um, publicity and all of that that's a little nerve wracking. But I do it with glee. <laughs> I do it with, and also a little exhaustion. But it is like, this is like a culmination of my life's work and like, oh my God, did I get it right? Did I, I'm sure I got things wrong. I said to my publishers when I first, when they were like, okay, this is the very final draft and you can't make any changes from here on out. I was like, uh, can this be like a Google doc that I can go in and update when I need to? <laughs> Apparently it does not work that way. So all that to say, I appreciate you guys. You know, I wanted to just come and talk to you guys. I haven't done that in a while. I want to talk about a few things. I want to talk about the holidays because they're coming up. I want to talk a little bit about putting the kids in the middle. I'm going to start there. I was working with a client the other day, and we were talking about we just, just having some issues with navigating life with a high-conflict co-parent who's also very, like, subtle, <laughs> right? He's like a, not, not necessarily subtle, but like a passive aggressive version of a high conflict co-parent. And um, which is very dangerous because it does lull you into a false sense of security. You feel like, oh, things are okay now. And I can sort of relax a little bit. And then they go in for the kill. And so you can never relax with this personality type at all. But we were talking about, you know, she works very hard to not put her daughter in the middle of things. One of the things that we talked about was, um, you know, her ex will say, they're talking about a holiday or something. And her ex will say, well, I asked X, um, their daughter, uh, and she said that she wanted to do Y. And then my client would say, well, I asked her and she said she wanted to do Z. And I realized that sort of what was happening was that when we get divorced, very often, like we don't want to disrupt the children's lives. We don't want to make them feel that they have no power, they have no control, that they're like pawns, flags in the wind of this insane thing that we are kind of doing to them. And so very often, in order to mitigate that, assuage that feeling that our kids might have, we might give them 
a little too much responsibility and choice and power, right? What I noticed was I said, your ex asked her the question and she said she wanted to be with him. You asked her the question and she said she wanted to be with you. She's in the middle. She doesn't want to hurt either of you. And I said, you know, I get that I think what you're, what you're trying to do, the intention here is to try to make her feel like she has agency, that her choices matter, but giving a child that much agency actually ends up putting them in the middle when you don't mean to. I wanted to pass that on because I felt like that's a really important distinction and lesson um, for all of us, right? We often say to our kids, like, well, what do you want to do? What do you, what do you feel like you want to do? And, you know, sometimes that's totally appropriate. And sometimes it's really not, especially when both parents are asking and they just feel like they have to like, you know, they say children feel the pressure to say what one parent or the other wants to hear in that moment. And they're not really telling you what they want. They're telling you what they think you want to hear. So again, right, I know this is never the intention. It's not about like doing anything wrong, but it really is um, about setting up the dynamic that, you know, at the end of the day, if you were, (laughs) whether you're married or divorced, kids are kids and they have to do what their parents do or say, or right, they get dragged along to all sorts of shit that they don't want to do when they're kids. You know, some of you, you know, take your kids to church every Sunday and maybe your kids don't want to go to church and they're like, ah, you know, and they're rolling their eyes and dragging their feet. But you take them to church because that's something that you um, believe in and there's a lesson that you want to teach them and things like that. So kids have to do all sorts of things that they don't want to do. That is true in divorce as well. And so we can't just be like, oh, I feel so guilty about the divorce, so therefore I am now going to do everything to make their life as easy as possible and then put choices on them that are not healthy for them. There's that little piece of information I wanted to give you. So the other topic I want to talk about is the holidays. So I was talking to another client the other day and listen, (laughs) if you're listening to this and you're like, who are these clients and you know, why aren't they me? I would love it to be you. So, um, you know, you can always, uh, check out how to work with me at kateanthony.com. I've got my private coaching and I've got grit and grace, both of which are amazing opportunities, um, for you to work with me. And I might have some other stuff coming up, um, after the holidays as well, but we're going to stick to what I've got for now. So I was talking to a client the other night. She was talking about just, it's her first Thanksgiving in divorce in her new home and with her kids. And she was talking about the sort of the pressure to make it really special with her kids. And I And I said, well, what does that mean? You know, and she's like, well, you know, I just want to forge new traditions and I want to create new traditions. And it felt like there was like this rigidity and this, the intention, of course, beautiful intention to create something, create new, new, forge new traditions in this new life with her children. But there didn't seem to be a lot of joy (laughs) in it for her. And so I said, you know, what if you actually enroll your kids in this conversation and you actually ask them 
what kinds of traditions they want to forge and what they want Thanksgiving to look like in your house moving forward. And we sort of, we, I came up with a, like a, almost like a game where the kids would each come up with like three to five things that they wanted to do for Thanksgiving, new traditions that they wanted in their new home for Thanksgiving. I told her to invite them to, it can be as wacky and non-Thanksgiving-y as you want it to be. It was a tradition with my son for a few years, um, like a good like five years. It was a tradition where we went to Mexico every Thanksgiving and ate, we ate tacos with my dad and my stepmom. And like that was Thanksgiving and it was the best. Those were the best Thanksgivings I think I've ever had. And it had literally nothing to do with Thanksgiving, right? So I said, look, your kids don't give a shit about turkey and stuffing and all that. So like what you know three to five things each kid gets to throw in a hat three to five things that they want to create for this new thanksgiving uh, tradition and then you pull them out of the hat and everybody gets to vote on each one and you then like the ones with the most votes everybody everybody gets gets to choose and the ones with the most votes are sort of you start to work those around um, a day or an afternoon or like a couple of days, right? And like that becomes your new Thanksgiving tradition. And then maybe next year you do it again. And so maybe the creating of a new tradition actually becomes the new tradition, right? I just invite you guys to think about, think about the holidays a little bit differently. I want you to think about the holidays less as, you know, less about, I've got to make this perfect or I've got to make this feel like a certain way for my for my kids or think about just bringing them into the fold and being like, hey, guys, listen, we're doing this thing like this is our first year divorced and we have this opportunity to forge all new traditions. What do you guys want to do? What do you think would be fun? Now, you may be like, you just told us that that, that asking the kids what they want is too much pressure. <laughs> this is different. <laughs> Okay, this is like, let's create something new together. And not everybody's ideas are going to win. The whole family's not going to agree on every idea. I just invite you to make this fun and take the pressure off. And if you don't look, if, if cooking a turkey and having like a traditional Thanksgiving dinner is really important to you, then you should absolutely have that 100%. You might have it on Friday. You might have it on, you know, on the Saturday night. I know my mom's uh, friends have their Thanksgiving celebration on the Sunday before Thanksgiving. All of the people that they want actually really want to hang out with for Thanksgiving aren't available on Thanksgiving, like their friends. And so they have their own Thanksgiving on a, on a Sunday before Thanksgiving so that all their friends can actually come. Holidays don't have to, and traditions don't have to be tied to a day. You can actually create something completely different on a different day um, that works for you. And, or you can enroll your, your kids in like, yes, and the whole turkey thing is like really important to me. And so that's one of the things that I really want to have in our day. What's something that's really important to you, right? We work it out that way. My ex and I, <laughs> it took us years, but we were finally like, hey, guess what? You hate turkey. I hate turkey. <laughs> Our son hates turkey. How about we make some chicken? 
<laughs> and like, right, we don't actually have to eat turkey when we literally don't like it. This is an opportunity, and I just invite you to have fun with it. Please have fun with it. And you know what I also would love? I would love it if you guys would post in the Facebook group what some of your ideas are. If you guys are in my Facebook group, which I hope you are, um, I want you to go in there and say what your brand new traditions are so that um, other people can learn and get new ideas and, you know, maybe bring it to the table next year. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Wait, that's me. I know I have a lot of podcast episodes for you to get through, and it can be really, really overwhelming to try and figure out where to start or to comb through which ones might be uh, appropriate for you, whether you're trying to decide whether to stay or go, or you're already on the other side of the divorce process. Like, how do you know what to listen to? I have solved the problem for you. All you have to do is go to kateanthony.com slash playlist. Answer a few short questions, and I will send you a curated list of podcast episodes to best support you as you navigate these tricky waters. I'll also help you identify where you currently stand on this journey and what's ahead with resources to help you move through this process with knowledge and grace. So all you need to do is go to kateanthony.com slash playlist, answer a few short questions, and you will have your curated list of podcast episodes that will support you wherever you are in your journey. And now back to our show. Okay. The third thing I wanted to talk about is something that I've talked about before, but not not recently. I wrote a blog post about it, and I have a pretty sure one of my early podcast episodes on it. But it's uh, about what I have called the shifting of primary, and this has come up a bunch lately with I think friends um, and some clients. So a friend of mine just now was texting me that her boyfriend—they've been together for two years. And they're both divorced and they both have kids. And his ex-wife has their children for Thanksgiving. And somehow she found out, he told, for some reason, he told his ex-wife that for the first time he was bringing my friend, his girlfriend, to Thanksgiving dinner at his parents' house. And this woman lost her mind and she is abusive and she is, she's losing her damn mind over it. And she's making everybody's lives miserable and she's an abuser. And then now she's abusing the children sort of by proxy, right? For as like to abuse him by proxy, she's abusing the children, not physically, psychologically, emotionally. And, you know, my first question was, why did he tell her that Like, it's not like he has the kids. She has no business knowing what he's doing for Thanksgiving and if he's bringing and that he's bringing his girlfriend for the first time to his family's house. Literally none of his fucking business. And I wanted to, you know, and so I said to her, I said, you know, this is really on him. He has to, you know, because she was like, how, you know, how can I deal with this and what can I do? And, And I was like, it's there's nothing you can do. This is all on him. When I talk about the shifting of primary, I mean that if you are divorced, your ex is no longer your primary person. They're not your person anymore. Um, Your new person needs to be your person. 
But you have to create space for that. You have to create space, and that space comes from separating from your ex. And that can be really hard. It can be challenging. It can be, there's another layer of grief involved. I was dating someone a long time ago, um, I don't know, seven years ago or something. And we were very uh, close and it was a very um, intimate relationship. But I noticed that like he and his ex-wife we're very good friends, and I and I adored her. I, I absolutely adored her, but like they were still each other's person. And so when when something happened, they were each other's first call. And eventually, I was like, "But why wasn't I your first call for something like this?" And similarly, her boyfriend was having the same conversation with her. And fortunately, they were you know everyone was very, was mature and was like, "Oh wow, shit, we we didn't." You know, we've been such good friends in our divorce that we almost didn't, you know, get unmarried in, you know, emotionally. And so they were able to make that shift and it was really healthy for everybody. The onus is on the divorced people or the divorcing people. And if you're bringing somebody else into your life as a partner, you really need to make sure that there is room for them to become your person, right? And that can that can be like difficult and like I said there's grief involved and all all sorts of things. And sometimes it's just habit. Like I feel like my friend's boyfriend, it's just habit and and there's just not an intentionality, right? It's like you're still doing this thing, but we have to be intentional about who our people are right? I'm sure he didn't mean anything by it, by telling his ex-wife that he's bringing his new girlfriend, his girlfriend of two years to his family's Thanksgiving for the first time. But my girlfriend said to me, she's like, I just want to live my authentic life. I don't want to be like in the shadows and the secrets anymore. It's been two years and she should, she should be able to live her authentic life. And her boyfriend needs to provide her the space to live her authentic life by shifting away from his ex-wife. So I hope that makes sense because um, it's really important as we get into, you know, as you get further out from your um, divorce and further into your new life, this level of intentionality is so important. And it doesn't mean you can't be friends with your ex. Like if, if it is safe and appropriate for you to do so, you can absolutely be friends uh, with your ex, while also making sure that there is space for a new partner to come in at the level of intimacy that a partnership should have, right? You, you don't have this problem with any other friend in your life, <laughs> right? So this is probably about the psychological makeup of the friendship that you might have with your ex. And if you are on the other side of this, if you're like my friend and you're dating someone new who you feel like is a little too enmeshed with their ex-partner, talk about it. Talk about it. Keep it in eye language. Like I'm feeling like I there's not a lot of space for me. I want to be your person. Now, this should not be a conversation you have in the first like three months of, of your relationship, right? This is when something is established and serious. 
but you might say like, I noticed that you and you know, your ex are, are really close. And I think that's great shows a wonderful character on both of their parts. Right. Um, so I think it's great that you guys are close and I'm noticing that like, I feel like she's still your person in a lot of ways and I want to be your person. I'm just wondering if there might be room for a shift in this and, you know, just keep the lines of communication open and allow the time to transition and allow, like this could bring up some grief for them too. Right. And allow for that too. Right. This shouldn't be threatening. This should be, we're moving in a different direction and we need to make a little bit of a shift. There's joy in it. And, and every transition there's grief. Always. As you move towards one thing, you're often moving away from something else. Always are. And so I want to just impress upon you that there might be grief there and that shouldn't be threatening. It's just the way it is. Right. So I feel like that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about today. I just wanted to touch base with you about certainly about holiday stuff and, you know, how that might be impacting you and your kids and, you know, how you might be able to transition. I wish you all a an amazing holiday season. I will, of course, be here um, talking to you each week throughout my book launch the the publication date is uh, December 26th. So if you've pre-ordered it, I love you, thank you. And it should arrive on or around December 26th. If you have not pre-ordered it, you want to pre-order it, do it. Um, go to kateanthony.com slash dword for options on all your buying options are on there. Links to all sorts of booksellers um, if you don't want this to show up in your shared Amazon orders list or run to your local bookstore on December 26th on Boxing Day and go get yourself a copy. Um, I would love it. I would desperately appreciate it. And if you are trying to figure out how you're going to get through the holidays or you feel like you could use some support in figuring out how to keep your kids out of the middle, if you're dating someone new and you're like, uh, this is annoying or I can't figure out how to separate or whatever, I am here I'm here to support you in your decision-making and divorce journey, and I very much would love to have you in my uh, client roster. So um, go to kateanthony.com, take a look. Private Coaching Grit and Grace is still going, and we love it. We love it. We love it. Today, we actually had Zahn as our special guest. So I have amazing special guests coming into Grit and Grace every month. Uh, Yeah. Would love to see you in either of those places. Until next time, I will see you on the interwebs. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Divorce Survival Guide podcast. If you like what you hear, head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in and leave me a review. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at the Divorce Survival Guide. I'll see you next time. And until then, remember, you my love, deserve to be happy.